This is Wessler Media. For me, I'm a pastor, and I deal with real people, people just like you every day, people that have a hurt or they have something going on, and they're trying to figure out, how do I deal with this? And I always know Jesus has the answer. He has that next step for you. Let's open up the Word today and see what God will say specifically to you. Well, welcome to the church next door. I know that sounds a little bit different, but that's because this is a special edition, a special Thanksgiving edition of Your Next Step. We recorded this live at the church next door. We want you to feel a part of our community of faith, and we want to challenge you to grow spiritually. We want you to know that being a part of this ministry, listening every day or listening to the podcast, makes you a part of the church next door. So we wanted you to get to know some people from the church next door. So today, we're airing a special conversation with our friend and part of the church next door, Miss Karen Brown. So join us live at the church next door right now. We have Karen Brown and, of course, Pastor Doyle, and I'm Jennifer. I'm very excited to be on your next step today because it's Thanksgiving Day. I can also smell the pies and the turkey and all of the goodness. Uh, What about you, Karen? What was your favorite Thanksgiving meal? Oh, just having turkey with family and um, one of the things my grandmother made her special potato salad and my mom made special collard greens. And oh, so we're, you know. You're making me hungry already because I, I love both. Do you know how to make these collard greens? I do now. Um, my mom passed away. And so the tradition was handed down to me. So when I come home, I oh, have yes. to have that pot with me. And oh, then wow. people know it by the pot. Here you go. I'm ready. Well, I want to go with pot? you. <laughs> you know, if you need a practice run, just call me because okay. I. I love collard greens. (laughs) So Karen, I want to learn about this grandmother of yours. How did, did she have an impact on your gratitude? I I think about gratitude and thankfulness and how our parents and our grandparents, did they instill these values in us? What did she do to instill this? Well, my grandmother is 102. So last week really, um, when I saw those pictures, I thought of her. Her name is Ruth, and um, she instilled values, and she sowed a lot of love and community. Yeah. And so when we were children, especially, I mean, they didn't have a lot of anything, but they just loved us, and they wanted to be around us, and they yeah. spent time with us. Um, and so she is a woman of faith. She served, and we... I still, I just, when I go there, I still learn something every time I go there, especially as an adult and getting older myself. So she's 102. She still watches like Christian TV and prays. Yes, yes. Um, Jimmy Swagger. Oh, yes. yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, all day on Sunday, all day. She can no longer (laughs) get to church, but all day. She listens, she prays. Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving memory as a child growing up? Oh, wow. Favorite Thanksgiving memory? Um, yeah, it's one thing with my my grandfather. It's um, He would put us all in this long, those old station wagons. Yes. I think you and I are the same age, so. <laughs> We're young. 
We're That's young. what you're saying. Yes, we are young. Um, and he'd pile us around and, and take us from, the, and we're from Delaware, Ohio. He would take us from relative to left relative. And we all live within like a block, three blocks, mm. all family. And we'd go from place to place. And he's like, these are my granddaughters. They are beautiful. They are, oh, wow. you know, they are wonderful. So he really instilled that. He was us. very proud of you. He blessed he, you. He blessed us. Yeah. He blessed us. Did you have to ride in the back of the station wagon? I had to sit in the back. They would open up this tailgate and put me back there. No, we didn't. That's, one see, would sit. We, there was four of us, so one got to I sit told beside my, him. I told my father it was abuse, but he didn't believe so. It's okay. I think it's different when you have girls. Yeah, that makes sense. I, when I think about Thanksgiving, I think about one time, we always had a big, big God be Thanksgiving. It was on my dad's side. That was our tradition. And you, you never put your tree up before, th- you know, until Thanksgiving was over. At least that was the way it was on the God be side. But there was one year where we went to Denny's and it was a rough year in my parents' life. And I just remember we were traveling. We weren't in our normal routine. And I think about the people that, you know, Maybe it's a hard day today, Yes. but the Lord is, is still with you, um, and I want you to know that the Lord is still with you today, even if you're by yourself at that Denny's counter or wherever you're at. But Karen, tell us, was there a scripture in your life that helped you to be grateful or gratitude? There's one, and I, I have it right here. It's 2 Corinthians. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift, and the gift that the Lord that has given us for not just salvation, but the life here, um, yeah. everything, we should be grateful. I'm grateful. Yeah. I do have a heart of gratitude to the Lord for what he's given. That's such a good, mm-hmm. such a good scripture. Well, it's a, it's a special Thanksgiving presentation of Your Next Step. We're actually recording live at the church next door. <laughs> and... We just really want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving today, and we want you to think about what God has done for you in your life. What is it you're grateful for? As you, if you're gathering with family, sometimes you can't. I remember one year I couldn't gather with family. I was away. I was I was I was away a lot. I was away several years of Thanksgiving of my life, and um, I knew what I know what that's like. And I remember one year when my mom was in the hospital mm. over Thanksgiving. And my brothers and I uh, cooked Thanksgiving, and she got to come home Thanksgiving Day, you know. So everybody has these memories of Thanksgiving that are ups and downs of their life. And what we wanted to do was we just really wanted to encourage you on this Thanksgiving Day. We all have something we can be thankful for. You have to look for that and lean into it because gratitude changes our life. I think that thankfulness is this secret weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different secret weapons in the Bible, but it's when you least feel thankful (laughs) that it has this power. If you can just get the gratitude out of your mouth or shift your countenance on your face or or, or somehow to say, okay, God, I'm going to be thankful for this today. Don't, don't you feel that way? I do. I do. If you know, one of the things that we do, and I think you should do this if you guys have a chance during Thanksgiving, we all go around the room and say one thing that we are thankful for mm-hmm. every year. I think it's it's just something, because you everyone has something to be thankful for. I mean, you can look around and see all the bad things that are happening, but then you look and you like you're there with your family, or you just have a good friend. 
there's something to be thankful for. That's right. Well, I'm so glad that you joined your next step today. I'm Jennifer Jackson. I'm here with my husband, Pastor Doyle, and Addie Woosh. She's a staff member. She's on our worship team. And it's a very special recording because today we are recording live at the church next door. I'm so grateful for the church next door and so thankful. And today is a Thanksgiving episode. So welcome to the show. And Addie, you are our very special guest, a very special person in my life. I have watched you grow and expand in in your ministry. You're just an incredible young lady. Tell us, where did you get this level of gratitude? Who taught you this? (laughs) Wow, that's a big question. First, thank you. That's quite a compliment. Um, Honestly, Jesus. That's the Sunday school answer always. The correct answer, kids, is always Jesus. Um, But truly, when I first started coming here, I was in a really broken place, and it's in this place that I not only learned how to be grateful, but I experienced the joy of the Lord. Oh, that's good. That's good. What about you, Doyle? What was the question again? (laughs) Well, you exude energy and gratitude. Who taught you that? I think I'm going to blame my mother. Oh, I knew she was the one. <laughs> but you know, my my dad my dad was was good at it. But my mom, uh, she demanded that um, we be in charge of our attitude at all times. She would get her index finger out, and it was always perfectly manicured and painted. <laughs> and she would point that at me, and she would say, "Is this the attitude you want? Do you need to check your attitude? Do you need to think about your attitude?" And um, you know, I think it's powerful when parents invite their children to say thank you. And I, and I know it's really hard as a parent, because you as a parent, you're like trying to get this small child to say thank you, and you're so embarrassed because they don't do it. <laughs> and, um, and, and I just, I know they worked at it a lot. They put a lot of energy in trying to get me to be uh, a happy, uh, thankful little child. Well, you know, it is really helpful when you're growing up and someone kind of gets in your face and they help you to do that. But once you're an adult and you, you, you find yourself complaining or grumbling or depressed because, you know, you don't have that gratitude about a certain area of your life, what do you do? I mean, I think about uh, sometimes it is the enemy that pushes on us and keeps us from being grateful. You talked about brokenness. I mean, what do you do when yeah. you're in that hard place? I definitely think there's a spirit of complaining and there's a spirit of Mm. grumbling that you have to rebuke and remove to invite the Lord in to do a work in your heart. And something that kept me in an ungrateful uh, sort of mindset was feeling like I was constantly the victim instead of allowing Jesus to come in and say there's still things to be thankful for despite your situation. Well, our world actually tells you that you should celebrate the areas of your life where you're a victim. Yeah. And, and what God says is you need to find uh, him and be thankful in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, it's countercultural to be thankful. Yeah. It, we, we actually celebrate people that are victims instead of the people that went through a hard time and, and said, no, I've got this. I, I, with God's help, I can get through anything. That's important. Well, it's really hard when you don't feel it. I mean, I think about the scripture where David said, when I am afraid, I put my trust in God. Because sometimes you, you don't feel that gratitude or praise. And you, have, you don't have that mom with her fingernail in your face <laughs> saying, do this. You have to choose it from within. And it, but there's this power, I think, that comes upon you from That's the right. Lord 
when you can get the mouth open and say, okay, God, I thank you in the middle Mm -hmm. of this mess. Well, and I I think that that's why today is so important because we stop as a nation to thank God and we tell everybody, okay, uh, well, no matter what's going in your life, you need to take a moment, take a deep breath and say, God, I thank you. We're, we're so glad that you're listening to your next step today. This is actually a, a live recording at the church next door. And we just wanted to take a moment during your Thanksgiving uh, celebration today. We wanted to encourage you. We wanted to spend some time with you. We want to celebrate with you. We want you to know we would love to have you come visit us here at the church next Absolutely. door sometime. And uh, But Addie, um, we've been talking to Addie Woos. She's on our staff. She, uh, she leads uh, in the social media and graphics for us. And uh, Addie, is there something from your growing up uh, about Thanksgiving that you would like to share? Well, I come from, uh, some people can probably relate, I come from a more difficult family background. Um, And so the holidays were always Mm. tough for me because I usually spend them by myself. But it's when I met Jesus that I realized you're, you're never actually alone when you have him and that no matter what you're facing, God doesn't ask you to hide your loneliness. He doesn't ask you to hide your sadness. He says you can still be thankful whether you're alone with me, whether you're surrounded uh, by friends and family with me. I'm, I'm always there. So that's the biggest thing I've learned. That's good. I mean, that's, that's really important. I, I remember from my own life, I've, I've had lots of Thanksgivings where I was away. Mm-hmm because I was in school or I was overseas, I was doing something. And so I've had to adjust that Thanksgiving isn't always about being with family. And I'm sure there's people today that that's the situation they're in. And that's really encouraging. I think I'm Thanksgiving spoiled. (laughs) It's a God be holiday and all of my memories from Thanksgiving are beautiful, except for one, I think. But my grandmother, I have a picture. (laughs) Now we want to know, what was that about? Well, we had to go, we ate at Denny's. And anyway, we we, we went to visit some extended family. I was like, what? But grandma, she, I have a handwritten copy of her apple pie recipe. And at the bottom, it's homemade crust, everything. She put good luck. So I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming of that apple pie. We've all attempted to master yeah. it. What about you, Addie? Is there, is there a fond memory, even in those hard ones, or a recipe, yeah. or anything? So first, I just want to say, that's where my hope is, right, in Jesus, to now create that for my future family, so yeah. they have nothing but joyous memories filled with the Lord and my family to come. But this is crazy, but the best Thanksgiving I had is actually also the worst Thanksgiving I had. It was Thanksgiving of 2019, and I totaled my car on Thanksgiving oh, Day. Yeah, I missed out on the family meal, missed out on everything. But the first person I called was my grandma, and she got up from her Thanksgiving dinner, and she came immediately mm. to me to help oh, me. Wow. And that's that singular moment showed me why we're thankful, what we that's celebrate, beautiful. and what family really is. Oh, that's, that's so wonderful. This. This makes for such a special program, and I have one of my favorite people in the entire world, and his name is Paul Meacham. Welcome uh, to the show. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Surprised <laughs> to be here, but I'm glad to be here. Wait a second, Paul. You always say, from your grateful American. Oh, let, let me hear that. Now, I'm a grateful American. All right. <laughs> Very grateful. Every I time you that. greet Paul, he's like, grateful Americans. I yeah. love that. And my husband, Pastor Doyle. 
Hello, it's good to be here. It is Thanksgiving. It's a grateful time, and we're here to talk about that today. Paul, when I think of gratitude, you are truly one of the most positive uh, people that I know in my life. It's uh, true, Paul. This is what happens. I come rushing in and out of the church constantly. I'm in a hurry. I'm either running late or running ahead of time, but I'm running somewhere. And Paul is in the building. And what is Paul doing? He is thanking God. He is praising God. He's listening to the radio. He's learning. He's growing. And I'm always like, oh, such a such fresh air coming from you, Paul. You are truly amazing. So tell us about this gratitude that you've nurtured in your life. Well, I've always kind of, every day, I thank the God of how he has blessed each of us. I mean, I heard from a speaker once that even if God didn't give us anything else for the day, the fact that we've got everything that we have right now is enough, especially in this country. Uh, we just got back from a trip and uh, it was a pleasure trip, and it wasn't a missionary trip or anything like that, but from some of the hardest countries in the world, and to hear the stories from some of the people there of how bad it is compared to us. Um, I, I should probably go on a mission trip somewhere down the road, but it was enough just we to We can hear. arrange that for you. Uh, yeah. Join me in April. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, the, the people, uh, that that kind of waited on us in this on this ship they were basically sending a lot of the money that they make back to their families and that just kind of tells you something about how we are how we've become I don't know I don't want to say spoiled but sometimes we've taken things for granted uh, and I heard too as well that my attitude is what I always try to maintain is a, a gratitude is the attitude that sets the altitude for living. That's right. And I just, I try to live by that every day that uh, whatever God wants to do in my life daily. But I have to push back uh, against the flesh at times. See, I, I try to, you know, reach out to folks wherever I go. And it, it's a pushback. But I, I know God has created each of us. He's, he's got a plan for each of us in our lives. The way I look at it is, why would God have left us here? If we've made a decision for him, why else would he have left us here but to at least plant the seed of the gospel to him? But I always struggle myself with that. And I thank God for daily for each day that he gives me at least the opportunity to deal with that and to work on that and to reach out to folks. That's good. Paul, one of the things that I love about you is that uh, you, you seem to be working every day on your relationship with God. And that's what Jennifer's that's right. talking about. Uh, whenever we see Paul, he's, he's either got his headphones on yeah. or he's got this, this Bose wireless speaker <laughs> strapped to his iPhone and he's playing Christian music, he's playing Christian uh, radio, and uh, that's become your habit. How long have you been doing that? Oh man, Pastor, it's been... Well, how long have you been a part of the church next door? Uh, it's been about 35 years plus. Yeah. 
So it, the, the reason I, I want to point that out to you is you may not be there yet, okay? On this Thanksgiving day, you may be struggling with your thankfulness. Well, just choose it right now. Say, hey, it's Thanksgiving day. I'm going to lean into it. You know, uh, I'm thankful for a special Your Next Step program where Pastor Doyle and Jennifer and Paul Meacham sit down and talk to me. Just be encouraged that that's what I love about this church. That's what I love we have Christian radio now. We have, yeah. we have so many resources to help right. us every day keep our God attitude going. You know, Paul is truly this exceptional human being, and he's not going to toot his own horn, but he spends an adequate amount of time every day praising God. And I think one of the things that we can learn from Paul is he takes the routine things that all of us do, whether it's driving a truck, cleaning, uh, taking care of his home and his family, and he incorporates intentionally that time to praise and worship. Who taught you to do this, or was there a moment when you decided, no, I've got to make a change and put some good stuff in me? Uh, That's a hard one. Uh, I started listening to what Pastor had said about radio. It's, It's probably been 15 to 20 years and on the radio station WRFD, there's a man that I think of a lot to get my wisdom from, and that's uh, Bob Burney. He's, a, he's got a lot of wisdom, and I really get a lot of my responses from him, so much so that in my regular job, Pete, my friends get sick of hearing about Bob Burney. They just know what Bob <laughs> Burney said it, right? And then it's like, well, yeah. But, I mean, if you don't have a source... To go to if you don't have a compass in your life the bible or the christian radio music that we're talking about or that the ministry programs you'll fall for anything or if, if the old saying goes if you don't believe in something you'll fall for anything so you got to have some kind of a compass in your life and i see so many people looking for the answers in the world of of how to get pleased by the world, how the world can bring us pleasure. I mean, again, back to the trip. I mean, it's all about pleasure for most people on, yeah. on this trip we got off of. And it, life's more than pleasure. I mean, and there's purpose in it. I mean, what, what's going to happen to each of us after this time we live in? We're only here for a flicker, folks. And God, again, he left us here for a purpose. That's right. And it's to plant the seed of the gospel with him. And I try to have a, a word about that with people. Just try to try to engage folks. I mean, we come in contact with so many people. Every day. The cards that pastor, the faith cards, those are a great card to just leave behind. When I was on my trip, I gave probably four or five of those out two people and i struggle with that guys again you're talking about the little card that we printed up that yes sir accept jesus on there and to say the prayer that's great yeah if you want it you can uh you can get it from us go to yourdextstepnow.com and we'll help you get that card today yeah i just uh, you know we've been given the resources through the church here to be able to reach out to folks around us and i'm not going to say it's it's going to be easy but it's going to be worth it because it's like Bob Bernie says, you know, we're going to see people on the other side that we didn't even know that we, we reached or that we touched for the gospel. And that's the most important thing that we have in this life. 
And I heard doctor, a fellow by the name of Dr. Dobson, the most important thing that we can leave to our families, our kids, our relatives, is to be there on the other side. Mm. That's, right. That's the most important thing well, in our lives. Just life. a second. I, wanna, I want you to hit the pause on that for just a second because, uh, Paul, you're, now, you're not just a dad. You're now a grandpa. Yes, sir. And, and you have some people that you want to, to leave. How are, you gonna, how are you teaching your grandchildren to be grateful? What are you doing to encourage them? Well, I, I've, I think I've done a lot to instill in my kids about going to church, take them how important church is to go. And I try, you know, everything I can to look for different things in life to maybe just use to, as a reflection of God. Yeah. Little, little, little seeds that, of words that maybe you could say. You know, you see an airplane flying in the sky and you got your grandchild with you and, and maybe you could pause for a minute and say, we need to pray for that that airplane because you know something could happen you know little seats like that and That's I, th- right. I think it's being peaks- intentional and yeah. paul like if you left me a voice message you would leave it uh and this is paul meacham your grateful american <laughs> so tell me how did you get that tagline tell Ta- us about your na- the nation how grateful uh, you are well i can't i can't really take credit for i i kind of thought it was a cute cutesy kind of a thing and i I got it from another radio station fella. But it kind of stuck as the fact that as a, as a person in this country, and you talked about Veterans Day, Pastor, as a, as, a, a, as a person of this country, there's nothing we can't be grateful about. And it just kind of sticks in me that is a short That's enough right. thing. We can always find something st- grateful in the world mm-hmm. in which we live. We just have to look for it. Well, we just want to say thank you and happy Thanksgiving to you today. Thank you for tuning in to Your Next Step. This is a a special presentation of The Church Next Door. It was recorded live here at The Church Next Door. We want to say thank you for listening. We hope you'll come and join us at the church next door. And we hope that you will have a wonderful, beautiful uh, Thanksgiving day and continue to tune in and uh, subscribe to our podcast on any one of the podcast platforms available out there. God bless you and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. This has been Your Next Step, a ministry of the church next door in Columbus, Ohio. We hope this has been an encouragement to you as you seek to have a deeper faith in Christ. If you'd like to hear today's show again or share it with a friend, look for your next step on all major podcasting platforms. We'd love to see you soon at the church next door. Easily find our service times and our app. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson. Join us again next time for your next step. I believe you're going to find people that have a genuine love for God and a genuine zeal for the truth. You don't have to dress super fancy. It's so lively and it's so much fun and just you leave like, oh, so refreshed. And I know I keep saying family, but that's what this place is for me. It's family. I'm Doyle Jackson, pastor of the church next door. People keep telling me how good it is to worship God together again. Well, Come join us. Visit us online at thechurchnextdoor.org. Stories are a way we relate to one another. It's hard to underestimate their importance. 
Wessler Media is here to help you preserve those stories that you hold dear. We'll produce a personal podcast, an audio scrapbook that will preserve those memories for generations to come. Get in touch today. Call toll-free or text 1-833-38-STORY, 1-833-38-STORY, or visit wesslermedia.com. That's W-E-S-S-L-E-R media.com. The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com. Stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast, from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com. W-E-S-S-L-E-R-Media.com.